0: And somebody else touched an elephant's tail and said, oh, an elephant is small and thin and, like, movable. And somebody else touched a different part of the elephant, maybe...
1: It's penis. (laughs) (laughs) And said... And today's podcast will be sayings and what do they mean. Welcome to Tea Time with Steve and Ja. Okay, Ja, are you ready for the podcast for today
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, last episode remember i was saying a idiom
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that how you pronounce it yeah uh, i found out what it was it was hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard you look very sure <laughs> <Not focused. laughs>
0: right well i think what that means is even if sometimes you have the talent for a job or whatever those who work hard or work harder actually get to achieve um, accomplished things. So yeah. hard work sometimes is more important than talents.
1: Yeah, I just thought it was a cool saying. Do you agree? Yeah. That's great. And that quote was from a guy called Tim Not Notka. He was a high school varsity basketball coach.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Okay, so for the, the, today's format will be me asking Ja some uh what she thinks some sayings are Mm -hmm. maybe how you would use it in a conversation and uh, i will tell you the origin because even i don't know where it came from okay and you're gonna come back with some sayings that are from china
0: Mm -hmm. is that right Mm -hmm.
1: okay the first one is at the drop of a hat at the what At the drop of a hat.
0: That means like something suddenly happened.
1: How would you use it in a conversation?
0: At the drop of my hat.
1: At the drop of a hat.
0: At the drop of a hat, my hair changed from black to white.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or it could be you're at university and you want to be picked up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: At the drop of the hat jar, I'll be on my way
0: Uh uh-huh okay i like that okay
1: (laughs) i feel like we're on a spelling bee you know when they say (laughs) yeah can you say the word origin oh yeah and they and they say something else but i'm not too sure
0: which part of the sentence is does the word gets used oh okay yeah i've never really watched it
1: (laughs) okay um so the meaning is to do something without delay Uh uh-huh the real meaning Is in the 19th century, a hat was used to indicate the start of a race or a fight. A hat would be dropped or swept in a downward arc and participants would begin. Okay. That's quite cool, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Okay, do you want to go next?
0: All right. So this saying is people will keep going upwards while water flows downwards. What does that mean, Steve?
1: It means they're in like a, uh, a pool of water near a water fountain, and as the water comes, they're like floating and then getting pushed upwards. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> How would you use that?
1: The water flows downwards. downwards, and people
0: go upwards.
1: It's like a buoyancy thing, isn't it? You've been water coming down, you've been pushed up. Oh, right!
0: Like science experiment.
1: I guess it kind of means <clears throat> motor mm, flow down, people rise up, mm-hmm. rise up to challenge. I don't know.
0: Mm, close.
1: Okay, you explain.
0: A <laughs> basically It means that it's a natural um, if like effect that you see. Right, water goes downwards because water doesn't flow upwards. So it's encouraged people to to seek opportunities like if water goes down you should be thinking about going up instead of going down in the ladder seeking like status seeking opportunities seeking better things perfect Mm -hmm. that's interesting Mm
1: -hmm. i was thinking it's kind of like going upstream i was thinking more vertical than like oh right you know like plain horizontal oh yeah Um, second one and this is not from the film of johnny depp
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As mad as a hatter.
0: As a mad as a hatter? Yeah. What does that mean?
1: That's the question to you, John.
0: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: <gasps> no idea? No. Should I tell you the meaning? The meaning is to be crazy or insane.
0: Oh. As mad as a hatter. What is a hatter?
1: The real meaning in the 17th and 18th century, hatters made felt hats with mercury which leads to all kinds of side effects, including insanity. Oh. The Mad Hatter from Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland is based on this phenomenon. Oh, so I guess right. what I said at the beginning with Johnny Depp, that is
0: true. Oh, okay.
1: You know, based on that. All right. That's interesting. I made Hat with Mercury, and that mm-hmm. can lead into insanity.
0: Hmm. As
1: mad as a hatter. So in a conversation, you might be like, don't do that. You're as mm-hmm. mad as a hatter. Mm. Not really one we would use today. No. Okay, your next one.
0: Okay. Uh, my next one is um, when you eat a watermelon, don't always pick up the seeds and forget about the watermelon. What does that mean?
1: I would probably forget about the seeds and eat the watermelon. <laughs> right. Picking up, don't forget about the watermelon. After picking up the seeds.
0: No, like, don't just focus on picking up the seeds.
1: Mm, most people would disregard the seeds as uh-huh. they don't think it's as valuable. Mm. But I guess people value the seeds because that can plant more watermelons. Oh,
0: okay. So,
1: even though you have one watermelon, the seeds are more valuable because you can plant and farm more.
0: All oh, right.
1: So... Maybe maybe it's a farmer starting. (laughs) He cuts open the watermelon, wants Uh the seeds to plant more, and he forgets about it. I have no idea what it means.
0: Oh, it means that if you just focus on the seeds, which is like a small part of the big watermelon, you're forgetting about the big picture. So it's educating people, like reminding people that don't always focus on the details. You should focus on the bigger picture, and that's um, you know important in life sometimes. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
1: So the score is 0 0. I don't think anyone's <laughs> got one right, right?
0: I got the first one right, no?
1: At the drop of the hat. Mm
0: hmm. Suddenly know. happened. Okay. hmm.
1: Not mm. as easy as you thought, though. Is it? <laughs> no. Okay, so the next one is you're barking up the wrong tree.
0: Mm. Is it talking about dogs? Barking at the wrong tree.
1: Well, barking is what dogs do. <laughs> do you know what it means
0: oh barking the right. wrong tree that means that you're focusing on the wrong thing like you're taking down the wrong problem
1: yeah okay yeah that's right okay it means take the wrong approach or waste your efforts is kind of what you said
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: maybe a situation uh with a friend and they're like they think you've done something and they start going off on one and and saying stuff and you're like Mm -hmm. you're barking up the wrong tree you got the totally wrong idea it's not
0: what you think I see okay
1: and the origin is kind of interesting Mm -hmm. this is an old saying that originates in America and refers to hunting dogs Mm. in the early 19th century hunting prey such as raccoons or bears would escape the dogs by climbing up trees the dogs would then sit and bark at the base of the tree waiting for their masters however sometimes the dogs would lose the scent and select the wrong tree they would still bark for their master Mm. so they'd be barking up the wrong tree
0: got Mm -hmm. the wrong thing all
1: right
0: yeah interesting so next one is um people who are blind are touching the elephant one person's looking at the elephant they're all blind and a group of blind folks come up to a huge elephant and one person said one person touched an elephant's legs and said oh an elephant it's strong and sturdy like a tree and somebody else touched an elephant's tail and said oh an elephant is small and thin and like movable and somebody else touched a different part of the elephant maybe
1: its penis and <laughs> <laughs> said <"What> a stallion <laughs>
0: They touched the elephants Um,
1: (laughs) And his hand actually Accidentally slipped in
0: (laughs) Touched the elephants um, Nose and said Oh an elephant is like a snake That is um, Quite long Right So what does that all mean?
1: What was the original quote?
0: The quote is like You're like a blind person touching an elephant
1: Okay, there's a big story mm-hmm. after that, though.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: almost like a fairy tale. Yeah. What does it mean? It means the blind people come from a country where guide dogs aren't very common. Okay. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I guess because they're blind, they can't judge.
0: Mm. And
1: and see what they're touching, and they're getting different ideas. Right. So something to do with that.
0: Yeah, you're very close. So it means that, um, regardless of like whether you are blind or not, for anyone use that idiom, it means that they're saying you are only looking at one angle of the problem, or you're only looking at one aspect or perspective. You need to look at different aspects.
1: And how would you use that in a conversation?
0: <clears throat> I would say maybe something like stop looking at this topic like a blind person touching an elephant. You should really look at it from different perspectives.
1: They also say don't masturbate too much, it makes make you blind. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Interesting. My next one. Big wig. Big wig. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, in a sentence. Don't be such a big wig.
0: <sighs> that means like, don't be so flamboyant, maybe? Don't be so exaggerating.
1: Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Okay. It means a very important person. Oh. So if you are shown off,
0: mm-hmm. look at me,
1: and be like, don't be such a big wig.
0: Oh, all right. Wow.
1: The Origin. This is a. I think this is quite cool. Uh, this is one of the old sayings that is literal in origin. In the 18th century, the important figures with the political system would wear the biggest wigs.
0: Mm.
1: You know, like in uh, mm-hmm. the court, you see them with the fake wigs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm, that's interesting.
1: So big wig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. My next one is. A person's words, once you say it, um, it's difficult for four horses to chase.
1: So what's the saying?
0: The saying is like, once you say something, it's difficult to... Once you say something, what you said is difficult for four horses to chase up.
1: Um, you got me stumped. <laughs> <laughs> Make a guess. Once you say, once you say something something's difficult for four, hey, four horses to chase up, mm-hmm. you can't take your words back So yeah, be careful what kinda. you
0: say. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's pretty much it. That's like if you say something that has meaning to it. So if four horses are even difficult for them to chase, that means like you said it and then you got to live up to it. Mm-hmm. hmm Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, you might get this one. Bite the bullet.
0: Oh, that means like just take a chance. Just go for it.
1: Yeah, go through the pain and get on with it.
0: huh.
1: Real meaning there was no such thing as pain relief, anesthesia in the 19th century.
0: Mm. As a
1: result, when soldiers were injured on the battlefield and needed treatment, they were given a bullet to bite down on to prevent them screaming out loud.
0: Wow. That's extreme.
1: I think I went to the... Well, I think I did, but I can't remember the whole thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when I was a kid, I went to the history museum mm. and at the dentist. You know, a gruesome experience now. You can oh, imagine yeah. when it was then. They were just... Um, they'd get in pl- plied with alcohol, drunk oh, on alcohol.
0: okay.
1: And I think a lot of medical stuff... We also use that technique. Yeah. And then biting down, there wouldn't be a bullet. It'd just be like a, a rag or something.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Wow. But maybe on the battlefield, it was a bullet.
0: Mm-hmm. A bullet You'd... is quite small. How are you well, gonna...
1: with metal as well. I'd hmm. probably want something softer. I know. So you could really crunch against it. Like. That's
0: right. That's so strange.
1: Okay, your next one.
0: Okay. My next one is a cat has nine lives.
1: Is this a Western one? Use this it? is Chinese. Oh. Cat has nine lives. <clears throat> uh, I don't know about this one. I mean, you, cats are lucky with, with escaping mm. incidents that would you think would kill them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they say a cat has nine lives.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you're lucky you have... You're like a cat like, with nine lives.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of saying like you... Are like a cat who has like multiple chances that you maybe failed and then you're given another chance. It's almost like you're given like nine lives maybe kind okay. of. Yeah. But it's, it's just like a fact saying like people believe that cats has nine lives. So you should never hurt a cat.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You n- never get this one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put me to the test. You're like, I don't know every single one. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to do my research. (laughs) Okay. Burning the midnight oil.
0: Oh, that means you're working very hard. You're like working to the end of things.
1: Do you know this because you're doing a PhD?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've heard the same before.
1: Oh. I I don't think you'll get the origin, but the origin is
0: interesting. Okay. It must be from like olden times. Obviously. Burning Burning the the oil.
1: Uh, Meaning working late into the night. Mm Mm-hmm. Real meaning, before the days of electricity, oil lamps were used for a lighting room. Hence, you were burning oil at midnight if you were working late. Oh,
0: yeah. okay. You ready for the next one? My next one? Yeah.
1: You put down your phone. That means you, you can remember it on the top of your head. Is this the last one?
0: Yeah, this is my okay. last one. <laughs> <Okay>. All right. <laughs> that means uh, it's a saying saying that you are like um, playing games or you're... you're um, Planning your next steps in the army. Um, like you're talking about the army moves on the piece of paper.
1: I thought it was supposed to be like a quote of the saying. You <laughs> it just... is kind of like a
0: quote <laughs> in Chinese. It is only four characters.
1: Oh, so you're doing a translation thing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. the
1: translation? Yeah. Roll of the eyes. So. <laughs> what
0: was... You're like talking about army moves. Or like for your army You're talking about it On a piece of paper
1: How to say it in Chinese For our Chinese listeners
0: 纸上谈兵 <laughs> oh.
1: mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means like um, You like army And you got four moves <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I, means... I don't know what the saying is
0: Okay That means it's Saying somebody Doesn't have any practical experience Or they're afraid of Um, actually uh, practicing what they say. So sometimes you say like, oh, it's easy for you to plan the next steps for your army on the piece of paper, but you actually don't know how it looks like in real life. You actually have no courage to implement them.
1: Okay, can you give an example in Chinese? Miss Chinese lady.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would just say... um, With
1: like a work somebody out of work
0: yeah exactly yeah you just be like um, yeah. that means <laughs> that means like stop talking about kind of the, the army on the piece of paper like actually do something okay mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm.
1: so your next one yeah. is bury the hatchet bury the what? Hatchet.
0: Huh. That means that you need to cover whatever wrong you did?
1: Mm, no.
0: Oh, I don't know then.
1: If, if um, you had an argument with your long-time friend and hadn't spoken to him for ages,
0: oh. somebody
1: might say you should really bury the hatchet between you and Janice.
0: Oh, okay. That means that you need to <laughs> sort out. Sort out things for for good.
1: Yeah, kind of like forget about it, move on, Mm -hmm.
0: bury the hatchet. Mm, Okay.
1: This saying is, From a Native American tradition, when tribes declared a truce from battle, the chiefs from each opposing side would take a hatchet and bury it during a ceremony. Oh, wow. Do you know what a hatchet is?
0: No.
1: I'm assuming it's some sort of... Uh, weapon like a knife actually. okay maybe like a cleaver all right I'm guessing
0: oh that's interesting
1: your next one Ja is can't hold a candle too
0: that's a weird saying <laughs> that means that you can't look at somebody because they'd be lying maybe
1: should I give you the example okay uh, now gotta think of an example <laughs> no other singer can hold a candle to Ed Sheeran because he's just so amazing at the moment.
0: Ooh, that means that you can't be comparable.
1: Yeah, like another level.
0: Right, right, okay.
1: Means you are nowhere near as good as in the 17th century, it was the job of the apprentices to hold the candles during night so their teachers or the talent would see what they were doing.
0: Hmm, That's interesting.
1: Next one is kick the bucket.
0: I saw that. <laughs> What does it mean? Kick the bucket. That means that you're you're dying? Yeah. That means that you're getting on.
1: What do you think? Which one?
0: I think it's dying. I've heard that saying before. It's like (laughs) you're kicking the bucket. That means that you're old.
1: My neighbour, Bob, the other week kicked the bucket.
0: Oh, passed away, right? Yeah. Oh.
1: To die. During the slaughter of cows. What? Buckets were placed under the animal to catch the blood. Ooh. Often, the cow would kick the bucket at the last minute as it was being hoisted for the slaughter.
0: <gasps> Jeez, yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Poor cows. I know. Next one, one for the road.
0: One for the road. I hear that a lot.
1: <laughs> Who from
0: <laughs> you? <laughs> 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 that means that you're you take one for the road. Take, take, take that. Take whatever you have. Take what? I don't know, yeah, like exactly. food. Take one sneaker for the road. Take one yeah. for the road.
1: Being English, what do English people normally do when they take one for the road? Biscuits? No, a drink, alcohol. Oh, right. you at the bar. i got to get back to my nagging wife. It's 10 o'clock. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tom, take one for the road. Right. Uh, better make it a quick one then. <laughs> okay. Last drink before setting off. Oh! The old saying dates back to the Middle Ages. Apparently, prisoners on the way to execution in cool. London oh, no. were allowed to stop along Oxford Street for one final drink before they died.
0: Jeez, that sucks.
1: Well, it's kind of cool that you can stop it for one drink.
0: Oh no! But I still, guess, yeah, it's crazy.
1: I think I'd want twenty drinks.
0: <laughs> <time>. That's right. <laughs>
1: Okay, next one is put a sock in it.
0: Put a sock in it. That means that like you are um, maybe like stopping something. Kind of. Like you, you stop something bad from keep spreading. You just like put a sock in it.
1: Be quiet and stop talking.
0: Mm.
1: Ah, Ja, don't go on. Just put a sock in it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Uh, talking
1: of volume and sound, here we have yet another one of those old sayings from the late 19th century.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Gramophones used to have a large trumpet-shaped horns which provided the sound. Do you know what a gramophone is? No. It's like one of those old-fashioned record players oh. that would turn. I think you might have to wind oh, them up. yeah, right. And it right. had like a the, 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 the trumpet, like a thing sticking out. It's oh. like curly. okay. Which would, the sound... I think that was a gramophone. Hmm. Gramophones used to have large trumpet-shaped horns, which provided the sound. However, there was no way to adjust the volume in these days. So the only way to lower the sound was to literally put a sock in the horn.
0: Oh, interesting. To
1: muffle the sound, I guess. Oh,
0: yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Show us your true colors.
0: means I show your true colors. (laughs) (laughs) Show your true personality or yourself. How would just you, be yourself
1: how would you use it in a sentence
0: i'll be like don't stop pretending like you like tom show your true colors
1: tom's the go-to name isn't it
0: <laughs> it is
1: yeah divulge your true intentions oh, right. colors refer to a ship's flag and therefore their identity in the 18th century, pirate ships would deliberately lower the colors or display false colors to confuse other ships hmm. into thinking they were friendly. It was only when they got close enough to attack, they would show their true colors. Oh. Quite sneaky, right?
0: Yeah. Fascinating.
1: This is a cool one. Okay. I don't think you get it. Spill the beans.
0: Spill the beans I've to Tell all the secrets.
1: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you never get the meaning though.
0: Spill the Every beans. origin, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's like a story behind that once you spill the beans, it's a gesture of like you have nothing on your hands anymore. You're just like spilling all the beans you have.
1: Just to be clear, I have no idea about oh. any of these origins myself. Okay. okay. This one's interesting. Back in ancient Greece, again for this old saying, During elections, voters would place a bean into a jar designated for the candidate of their choice. Sometimes the jar would be knocked over and the beans would spill out, revealing the result of the voting.
0: Oh, wow. You had no choice
1: to spill the beans. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Next one. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth.
0: Oh, wow. I have no idea. I have no idea what that means. Have a guess. Maybe it means, like, don't just look at one thing, maybe focus on something else.
1: Kind of means if someone's offering you something, There's a just intention it.
0: behind it. Oh, okay.
1: This was an adage that always confused me, so I was excited to finally look up the meaning. Apparently, the way to tell a horse's age is by looking at its teeth. Oh. The saying literally means that if someone gives you a horse... It's rude to look in the mouth to check how old it is. That's like looking at the price tag on a gift. The maximum reminds us that someone does something nice for us. We should simply be grateful rather than trying to evaluate its value.
0: Oh, okay. So focus on the gift. Don't overthink it.
1: Yeah, so I guess if somebody gives you... I think maybe when I was growing up, it's like someone gives you a bike and it's not the bike you wanted. You want that... 21 geared speed And someone just give you Like a 3 geared speed
0: Yeah Just you
1: take like, it At least it's still a bike Right Yeah
0: Oh yeah Of course
1: Okay next one The third degree
0: No idea The third degree burned
1: <laughs> Well, That's true uh, I'll use it in a sentence Uh John I'm sorry I come back late Just don't give me the third degree
0: Don't give me the Scold I don't know
1: There are several tales about the origin of the third degree, a common saying used for a long or audacious interrogations. One theory that argues the phrase relates to various degrees of murder of the criminal code, yet another credits it to Thomas F. Bynes, a 19th century New York City policeman who used the pun third degree burns when describing his hard-nosed question star. Basically, the third degree means, I think, don't interrogate me
0: too much. Mm -hmm.
1: It's the origin.
0: Cool.
1: A month of Sundays.
0: Don't really know.
1: (laughs) In the old days, there were so many religious rules that what could and could not be done on a Sunday... This made the de- day seem very long, especially to children. So, of course, the phrase is used to indicate a long, slow period of time. Oh. In England, the only thing open on Sundays is churches. So, yeah. they changed the rules, and sometimes even shops have to close earlier on Sundays.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, if you had a whole month of Sundays, it's like there's nothing going to go on.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Don't let the cat out the bag.
0: That means don't cause trouble.
1: It means to keep a secret.
0: Oh, okay.
1: There's an interesting story to this. Back in the day, piglets that were sold in open markets were placed into bullop bags. I don't know what that is. To keep them from getting away. Crooked merchants would also put large cats in the bag instead of a piglet. If the buyer didn't check the bag before he left the merchant, he was stuck holding the bag. Another old saying, And was without recourse, he could not prove he didn't swap them once he left the market a shrewd buyer would open a bag to look before he paid the merchant and would let the cat out of the bag
0: hmm.
1: to butter someone up
0: that means to sweet talk someone
1: correct <laughs> to flatter someone or to do something for them
0: hmm.
1: some people believe this originated in india Okay. where people would throw balls of butter at statues or gods while asking for a favor.
0: Oh, wow. Interesting. And,
1: yeah, so next time you're out and about and you're having a chit-chat, <laughs> remember to use one of these sayings. <laughs> Can you remember any of sayings? Mm,
0: most of them, yeah. Yeah. Same for you. Do you remember any of the ones I asked you?
1: I, I remember the one with the elephant. <laughs>
0: the
1: blind, the blind, don't let a blind...
0: Person touch is it. Is it
1: don't let a blind person touch it. Is that
0: you're like a blind person? You're touch like, your like a blind person. Touch
1: it. Mm-hmm. Imagine. I remember the watermelon or pumpkin. Oh,
0: water, watermelon. Watermelon yeah. and the seeds. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I don't remember the quote. <laughs> and though water falls down. People go up. But people go up. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, well, that concludes today's show. And see you next time on the Tea Time with Steve and... See ya. See ya.